welcome to the Spiritual and Empowerment Living with Tia podcast, a sacred place and resource for spiritually centered women who want to go from the mundane to the magical life for overcoming fear and doubt, reconnecting with the goddess, understanding messages from spirit, and uncovering your spiritual gifts so you can finally live the life you deserve. Hey there, spiritual trailblazer. So here we are, this topic. And so I've, I've mentioned before that this podcast, um, we talk about a lot of stuff and <laughs> we go deep. All right. Here's one of those deep topics. We get real, we get raw at times and we go deep. And I, I wanted to talk about this because on multiple levels, it's important to um, address our health concerns, to be aware of our body. And also, it's us. Okay, that's the magic, right? No matter what we do, we put our magic in what we cook. We put our magic in, well, in, in what we could think, cook. Think about it. That's why certain people can make the same thing, but it tastes a little extra special. And I'm not just talking about cooking a steak uh, at medium rare versus well done. I mean, you're cooking the exact same thing, but it has that extra special thing, that TLC. That's the magic in there. The magic when we spell cast, the magic we put in relationships, you know, the energy, we are the magic. That's why the simplest things can become magical, the mundane to the magical. Simple things like a key, a rock, a bell, a candle, right? It's very important. And in in the previous episodes, okay, we talked about we had the the bonus Thanksgiving episode. We had Matt Newman talk about how he's grateful for life and, you know, overcoming cancer and then we had ambrosia and alexa come on talking about self-sabotaging what we need to do to stop that all these different uh aspects even before then when i talked about your taboo talking about for the month of november all these different episodes episodes to look at different aspects of our lives you know there's the spiritual and the empowerment part right we can't be the magical, amazing beings without understanding how we can empower ourselves. And that's one of the reasons why this lineup happened. Understanding our taboo, talking about self-sabotaging, understanding starting at the finish line. These different things happen in our lives that shift our perspective. So here we are. Uh, and also to be grateful for what we accomplished and overcame, right? So here we are. I figured, you know what? Let me share something with you about me that was uh, a preventative measure I took. And we need these reminders because it's so easy for us to overlook something, dismiss something, think is not that serious, or just overall not want to do it so my my 
goal here is that through this, you learn that this is a time to give yourself a little bit of a health check, you know, a little push to get tests done. All right. And I'm talking about this now because I am past it. I'm going through it somewhat now, but I'm at almost like with Matt Newman, the finish line. Okay. And I didn't want, not that this happened to me, but I know when someone would to see it, spiritual bypassing can happen. And what I mean by that is say someone is sick, like uh, they got a cold. It's easy to say, oh, spirit wants you to take a step back and relax. That's one aspect of it, maybe. Or maybe you're sick. <laughs> like maybe you just should have wore a scarf and a hat. Uh, you know, maybe someone, you know, sneezed and covered her mouth. You know, the typical things that happen. Okay. Sometimes a cigar is just a cigar which is why I always encourage people to do their own homework to really make their practice for and about them, because then you get to understand it better. You have more critical thinking skills and every single thing that happened isn't this web of, you know, Oh, this happened because of this, 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 this love and light. Okay. No spiritual bypassing, no, just, Oh, well, you focus on love and light it all go away. You know, we had to go down to the trenches every now and then. Okay. And also I didn't want to direct the energy a hundred percent towards it. Like I didn't want that to be the thing that people were to focus on. If that makes sense, because the more energy we put into something, sometimes we get overwhelmed. We overthink about it as opposed to sticking with the facts, doing our due diligence, working with the doctors and getting through it. Okay. So it started with my high blood pressure. And for years I had it. And originally it was thought that because I had chronic pain with my foot. And if you are new to this podcast, uh, the foot issues I have are in regards to multiple surgeries that need to be done. I have metal in my foot. Recently, as I mentioned, another podcast diagnosed with nerve pain, right? And I talked a little bit about my foot here and there. So it was thought that, you know, one of the the ways people can get high blood pressure is that they're in pain a lot. You know, your heart's doing extra work. Could I lose some weight? Yes, of course. And I've been doing it on and off throughout the years, but my weight didn't really change much. It didn't go too much up, too much down. Right. So it was like, okay, you know what? You're dealing with a lot of pain. That's fairly reasonable. Here we are, fast forward, a couple of years later, a new doctor. And new doctor just because the old ones left. Excuse me, nurse practitioner. The old ones left. One went to go do research, whatever. So it's not like I didn't like one nurse practitioner, went to another one. They just left. New practitioner comes along and we're talking again, and I'm very open with my doctors. Again, when you go to the doctors, just tell the truth. Be open. They can't tell anyone anyway what's going on 
and they can only help you if they know what's going on, right? Think about it. When you talk to your child and your child's crying and you say, well, what happened? And your child's like, well, well, uh, do, uh, I don't feel good. It's like, okay, well, what about it? Like, is it your stomach, your head? Uh, uh, yeah, I just don't feel good. You're like, I can't help you. Like, what's wrong? It's like that. Okay. Just tell your doctor. All right. So, or nurse practitioner, whomever you're seeing. So I was telling her like, yeah, you know, I'm still on the blood pressure medication. Like, I really don't want to be on it. Like, you know, like what's going on? And my blood pressure, it, we just really couldn't get a hold on it. Like, it, it needed to be better. So she said, all right, let's run some tests. So we ran these tests, whatever. And it came back that my thyroid had a bit of a spike. Okay. So she goes, you know what? Um, I would like for you to go to see an endocrinologist. And she gave me a recommendation, which again is great. It's even better when they can recommend someone because, well, at least I like it because it saves me the trouble of trying to find someone. And when I do call, I always ask if they are a nice doctor. And I asked her if he was nice. She said, yeah, and he's phenomenal. He's a sweetheart. I love him. He's amazing. Um, and don't be afraid to ask that because I had two very unpleasant doctors. And if I was in a better position, like mentally, like because I was one, I was recovering from surgery and the other one, I was really young. I would have had a little bit of a few choice words with them. So do not be afraid to ask the receptionist, is he or she nice? Because I really can't deal with a doctor that doesn't have good bedside manners. So anyway, that's just a little side note for empowerment. Okay. Um, I go to see him. He goes, yeah, you know, it looks like you have an overactive thyroid. And I'm like, hmm, well, I don't have any symptoms you know all right so he said let's run some more tests and this is also about being your own advocate work with them don't put things off I could have easily said yeah okay I'll call the endocrinologist and months go by time is of the essence with your health period do not think you have all this time in the world okay because you don't all right I know we we are spiritual beings and all that, but when it comes to our health, we're in a physical form here. We don't have time to mess around with that. Okay. I saw him boom right away. I scheduled an appointment, saw him, filed up, did more tests. And then he uh he wanted me to do even more tests uh, right away. I saw him on like a Thursday or Friday, that Monday. There's a uh, a blood clinic and testing clinic not far from me. Boom, went there. No time to waste. Came back, he was waiting for my antibodies. Came back and he said, You have early onset of Graves' disease. Now, Graves' disease, okay, that's an autoimmune disorder that causes hyperthyroidism or overactive thyroid. Okay, so he was in between a decision of pending my results. Um, I forget what the other one was. Like it was like overactive, maybe stress or something like that, or grave disease. And it was unfortunately the onset of that. We were hoping it was the other one because it was more of a simpler solution. Okay. So with this disease, it, your immune system attacks the thyroid and causes it to make more hormones than your body needs. Okay. And now I'm, I'm not going to go down a rabbit hole of that. You can look 
look it up. But uh, a member in my family had Graves' disease, and it makes your eyes bulge, your uh, like the neck area, like the Adam's apple area bulges out. Your eyes look a little bit yellow, so like you might have a jaundice or what is it, hepatitis B? I think when you get like yellow, uh, it's not it's not a good look. And uh, you have a hard time holding weight. But in my case, in some weird way, my weight didn't really go anywhere. When I would do a cleanse or something like that, yeah, it would go down. But I couldn't get my weight to really go much further. Well, thankfully, it didn't go much up. But I couldn't get it to go too far down, which is weird. But, you know, everyone's different. So grave disease is no joke. But also... You know, depending on the severity of it, it would have maybe even been surgery. And I like, look, I don't even like getting foot surgery. All right. I don't want nothing done to my neck area. Okay. You know, every surgery you get, you know, there's a uh, a chance of something going wrong. Not saying that it will, but it's always a chance. For example, with my foot, I didn't start off with nerve issues. The second time I had surgery, I didn't have nerve issues really but towards the third time and after the third time oh yeah the nerves (laughs) okay and it took us a while to even discover what was going on i kept going back to the doctor and back to the doctor and back to the doctor what's going on i'm in pain i can only walk but so far and it's like i'm about to collapse what's going on it took a while to get to that point right and then it took a while to get to a pain management specialist, right? Every all these things, you know, until you figure out what exactly is going on, it's a bit of a journey, okay? And it's frustrating, and it messes up your mental um, capacity. You know, you just like you just you don't you have a short fuse, you know, with things, and you have to like check yourself. At least for me, I had to check myself. You know, like wait a minute, you know, you're going through your personal pain. Make sure you're not having. Uh, what is it called? Uh, oh, I learned this in school. Um, it's something direction where you take it out on some something else. Like you come home, and you're mad, so you like yell at the dog. It'll come to me. But uh, it was a psychology term. But you come home and, you know, you just, you, you get a little snappy. So anyway, I'm just like, holy crap. The doctor said in a year's time, I would have had all the symptoms. Okay. Now he, he said it's so early. He said it because I have zero zero symptoms. I have no bulging eyes, nothing. Uh, like there's nothing irregular about anything within my body that would make anyone think I have Graves' disease. Okay. Like I said, a family a family member of mine has it or had it. And it was pretty prominent. It's like, hey, something's wrong with you, right? And so um, I just had to take medicine for uh, several months. And so here we are in December. I'll be done the medication in January. And then we'll, we will reevaluate. We, I can't even talk. These I have, I mentioned this before, I have brackets on the back of my um bottom teeth and it just causes a little slur a little uh what you call it in speech whatever i have um where was i going with that 
Yeah. So in January, we will reevaluate everything. But uh, I remember now because it's so early on and we're treating it and it's just this one little pill I take a day. It's so tiny. It's powerful. Uh, because uh, one day I took without med- without food and I was like, oh, I need to take it with food. It's a little tiny pill, but it's powerful. Um, and then it, it's going to go away. But thankfully, I followed through with the test. Thankfully, I talked to my doctor. Thankfully, I spoke up. Here's what I'm saying. You need to speak up. And even if you have no reason, no reason to, um, you know, request blood work, and, and you should, especially when, when you get a certain age, you know, like I say, sooner. I mean, you can you could probably get it when you're like in your 20s, but I say as soon as you're 25, surely when you're 30, get regular blood work, re- regular urine work done. You know, say, hey, you know, I'd like to get tested for, you know, what what should I get tested for at this age? Um, this is my family history. Can can you test me for that? Okay. So following through speaking up is number one this is this is the empowerment part here speaking up getting in tune with with your body just understanding that you need to follow through to the end right don't just see your doctor and then you know have that lag time between you between uh going to your doctor and when you see a specialist no boom make the phone call but as soon as you get home or if you make it if you can make it in the office do it and then do what they ask you to do. They went to school for this. They want you to get better. Okay. So like I said, I have zero symptoms, nothing. And in a year's time, I would have all of that. And think about this for a moment, right? A little bulging of the neck. That could have easily been mistaken for, oh, you know, my neck's a little swollen. Maybe it's allergy season. Maybe let me check it out. I don't know. Eyes get a little bit yellow. Maybe you don't necessarily have to get all the symptoms eyes bulging how often do I actually look at my eyes unless I'm doing makeup right it's easy to dismiss is what I'm saying and what gets dismissed on a small scale becomes a large scale which means you know that could have easily have been surgery if left unchecked who wants that right so crisis averted caught it early enough I'm taking medication then it's going to go away. It happened to my family member. They took the medication and it went away because it can happen with grave disease. But let's take a moment to understand what the thyroid gland is about. I, I, don't want, I don't want to go too much into it, but I'm just going to say this. It's a vital hormone gland. It plays a major role in the metabolism, growth, and development of the human body. And it regulates many body functions. Okay. This is a regulator. This is huge. This is not something to take lightly. But also, on a spiritual note, because I like to look at it from multiple angles. Again, this isn't spiritual bypassing. Spiritual bypassing is where you just negate, you condone the actual issue, and you just say love and light and move on. Okay? On a more spiritual note, this is in relation to the throat chakra. Okay? Okay, the thyroid gland is located in your throat. All right, you can you can Google it to look at it. All right, it's right there in the middle of your throat area, and it has a lot to do with 
the throat chakra. The throat chakra has to do with expression, speaking up, also the arts. Yes, the sacral chakra has to do with creativity, which can also be with the arts. But the throat chakra has to do with arts like singing, arts painting, like just different forms of art. Okay, art, expression, speaking up, everything in that, that jazz. I've also been having issues uh, fully expressing myself and, you know, like in, in my spiritual sense, in the witchy sense. And it could be a lot of things like past life, residual energy, uh, being a witch, a healer, things like that. And also, you know, just present day, still using, you know, the terms. I had to tweak them every now and then, depending on who I'm speaking to, because it's not that um, it's like, oh, you know, I have to talk a certain way. It's just sometimes people don't understand, you know, because certain words just got demonized over the years. So it's like, do I want to explain it? Like, yeah, I, I should explain it because this is who I am. So it's also about me focusing on how I can show up even more in the world as myself, exactly what I teach. Sometimes we just don't realize it because we, we are protecting ourselves, right? So my closest friends know all about my spirituality and all about my witchiness and all about all the things that I talk about and some things I have yet to talk about on, you know, my platforms, but I am working towards that. You know, sometimes it's just not the right time. That's all. So on a more spiritual note, I had to focus on expressing myself more, showing up for myself more. And it's, it's a simple self-reflection, right? Because sometimes we do put ourselves out there and we get to a new level. It's like, okay, don't get comfortable at that level. Push the envelope again. Okay. You got to that level. Do it again and again and again until you're a hundred percent out there as your true self etc. Okay. So that's also what I had to focus on. And what happened when I did that is I ended up getting more tattoos, more tattoos that were expressive of who I am, what I was experiencing and so forth. So I got uh, goddess Hecate, queen of the witches uh, symbols. And I also got that because she showed up in a dream. Okay. And I'll, I think I talked about this in a previous episode. I don't know if I talked about the dream in depth, but long story short, Hecate appeared to me in a dream. I had to do a little bit of research and that's when I discovered, oh, snap, that's goddess Hecate. Okay. So she appeared to me in a dream and beforehand I knew, I knew somewhat about her, but I didn't know the other aspects of her. And when I started doing a little bit of research. I'm like, oh, snap. She showed up in a different form and piecing together, that's her. So like they say, when a student is ready to teach her shows, that's what happened. And I connected with her on a deeper level, got some tattoos, and then I had a cosmic experience, just letting, allowing, giving myself permission to be more me. I had a cosmic experience, and I'll talk about that in a future episode. And uh, I got a tattoo to represent that. And you've seen it on my Instagram page. Uh, again, the moon and the stars and stuff tattooed. I have a crescent moon tattoo also on my finger, right? 
And it also helped me to be even more vulnerable around the right people. So it really allowed me to do more self-reflection. I got a little bit comfortable is what happened. I got comfortable and I needed to speak up more. I needed to be more expressive. I needed to be more vocal. And I've been doing it. I've been taking more stances online. You know, so you you see me uh, talk about, again, the spiritual bypassing of people during the election time. You see me talk about some social injustices online. You know, I really been more vocal about a lot of things and it's helpful. It's a bit of, re- of a relief. So to rewind a little bit, uh, more like a recap, um, I'm telling you this because not to, to say, like, oh, look at me, like I'm such, such the healer. Look at what I did. No, not at all. This is me saying, be your own advocate. This is me saying it's so easy to focus on the spiritual aspect of, you know, working on your magic, working on dreams, working on angels, working on crystals, working on this and that. And that is so easy to do that and forget about the physical. Okay. It's easy to get your head wrapped up in that and forget to check up on, see how your body is doing. Right. And then also just because you can't see it, just because nothing you think nothing's going on doesn't mean something isn't going on. Like I said, I had zero symptoms with this Graves disease, zero. But it is early onset. Okay. The test came back. It's just early onset. It's there. And in a year's time, and look, this is December, right? This was back in uh September. Uh yeah, I think it was it was back in September when I went to go uh my initial visit. Okay. So a year can go by fast. All right. And a year's time would have had symptoms. It would have been, you know, you have it and then we really got to focus on it. Um, luckily, I didn't have to change like anything I was like eating or anything like that. But I did start it. I, I started to incorporate more, more things. Like I already put turmeric in my, my food. Um, I, I just Google like foods to help with thyroids and stuff like that. Google it on your own. If you're going through it, everyone's different, but I just did that. I upped the greens I was eating, um, things like that. So I really started to be, be more conscious about what I was doing. And like I said, just really focus on my expression. All right. Because we are multifaceted beings. Okay. What's going on the spiritual level is most definitely going on the physical level. And, you know, just, tuning into my body. I just need to be more expressive. I need to speak up more. I need to be more me. And there are other aspects of me that I have yet to fully tap into that I need to work on. And I am doing that. And that's also something I will talk about at a later date when the time is right, because I'm working on it now. I like to tell you guys the end result and then work backwards, sort of like uh, reverse engineering in a way, because when you're going through something, one, no one cares. <laughs> Everyone's going through something. But two, I don't want to talk about something without an end result that you can learn from, something that I learned from, and something I know that can help you, okay? And also, it allows me to have that space to heal and understand what's going on, because it is a little scary in the beginning. It's like, holy shit, I'm not trying to take medicine until the day I die. I'm trying to fix all this. So 
the theory is if we can get the hormone balance, then we can fix the high blood pressure. Right. And what happens when in spirituality, we talk about the chakras. If one chakra is off, another chakra is off too in life. If something's off in one area in your life is in relation to another area in your life. Take finances. I hear this time and time again. Finances are in relation to like your either your um your your fitness strength, your your sexual energy, your your um your heart energy, like it's all connected. Of course, yes, your mental, like your beliefs about money, but when you tap into energies, okay, like your personal energy and magnify it, you know, hone in on it, own it, then something else goes right too. You know, it's a flow, okay? Just imagine that. It's a, it's a flow, right? And, and you notice it. When you're doing good in one area, you're going to do good in another area. For example, if you're good at uh, planning, let's say, let's say uh, you are um, part of like the parent-teacher association. I'm, I'm just making up something. And, and the, you're, you're the planner for the parent-teacher association. You make sure that you get all the parents together in the neighborhood and you're the liaison between the parents and the teachers. And then you guys get together, you meet and stuff like that. And let's say you're great at organizing. You get the donuts, you get the coffee, you plan the dates, you coordinate with everybody, you know, boom, you're good, whatever. Then you're probably going to be coordinated in your household too, you're probably the planner there too. Now, I'm not saying that, you know, you're going to be picture perfect every time, but you probably have some form outline, some kind of structure. It may look chaotic to someone else, but you probably have some structure, some way, shape, or form, right? You have it in one area in your life, it filters over to the, to the next, all right? I do this often too. I have some streamlining, streamlining process in my business. I use it when I volunteer, at my, uh, the, the women's organization that I'm in, right? I, I make a suggestion and I tweak it to fit that. It works one way in one area. The next, friendships, right? If I learn how to be vulnerable and if, if, I, if I trust myself, right? Start, start, start with myself to make the decision that, Hey, this is a good person. I know this person for a while. I feel safe in their presence. I'm going to lower my walls and trust them, open myself up to that. Then, yeah, then I can have good friendships because I am trusting myself. I did self-work so I can open up myself to relationships and friendships, okay, that are meaningful because I did self-work. Work on me and I can work with someone else. That's how that works. So it was no surprise and when my doctor and um, when my doctor and nurse practitioner were telling me, yeah, once we get your hormone right, that, that'll fix your high blood pressure. Again, yes, I could lose some weight. When I talked about my weight, they said, that's, that's not the, the issue. Like you, you didn't gain 50 pounds. You're not really losing any weight. You're kind of like my weight's been steady <laughs> for the most part. Like, with a deviation of like maybe 13 pounds tops losing, you know, th- like it hasn't been you know, like 50 pounds. Like it has been a drastic change. Okay. Um, so 
that's the game plan. Get the hormones checked and then the blood pressure will follow through. Okay. Uh, so that's, that's what I want to explain to you here is that your health, of course, is important. Timing is important. And once you focus on that, you'll see everything else get stronger in your life. You start to care even more because you realize that, you know, this body is precious. You don't have time for anything else. Okay. Speak up, be your own advocate, follow through to the end, right? Work on preventive measures so you don't have to pay later. I know someone else who didn't want to listen. You know, sometimes people see things that you're doing and because they care, they speak up. And I've known people didn't want to listen, didn't want to listen, didn't want to listen. Then they end up getting an illness that they can't get rid of. It's too far gone. Now they had to take medicine forever, right? In some cases, it can be reversed, but sometimes once you got it, you got it. But they didn't want to listen. No, no, it's not what you think it is. I don't do it at all. Now, Now you got an ailment that you can't get rid of. Okay. And this isn't knocking people with ailments. I'm just saying if you can take preventive measures, do it. Right? Do it. Because it's it's easier to go the preventive route. Okay. And I can't wait till my high blood pressure gets fixed because then I'll be even in a better position. Right? Remember, just because you can't see it, just because you can't feel it, doesn't mean something isn't going on. Okay? So just follow through with that. It's so important because you are the magic. You are that special sauce. And the more you take care of yourself, the better. All right? That's what I have for you. So this is why it's so important to check up on your chakras, check up on your body, get the test. I know sometimes like awkward because you're peeing in a cup (laughs) or you're peeing in this container and they're taking your blood and they're telling you all these things that don't quite make sense, but you ask questions. If someone's making you feel, feel weird for asking questions, that's on them. They are there to make sure you understand everything that's going on. Everything. Okay. Because otherwise, sometimes you feel crazy, you know, like, wait a minute, what's going on? I give you a, a quick example and then I'll, I'll wrap this up. So um, I have amblyopia, which is known as lazy eye. All right. So uh, my right eye is stronger than my left eye. Okay. As a kid, I had to wear an eye patch uh, over my right eye to make my left eye strong, whatever. Fast forward, I'm an adult. And, you know, they always have like the one person come in before the actual doctor. So the one person, I guess like student or someone, I forget the actual title, comes in, they're checking it, checking my eyes. One or two, one or two, two or three. They're doing all that. I can't read like the lower tier, you know, I'm like L, M, um, U, maybe B, T, W, (laughs) okay fine, whatever. 
the next doctor comes, the, the doctor comes in. All right. She goes, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to redo it. One or two. I'm like, wait a minute. I said, I just saw these letters. I don't know why I can't see it. She goes, oh yeah, you have stigmatism. I'm like, I have a stigma. What? She's like, oh, you have a stigmatism. I'm like, I said, no one told me that. She's like, oh yeah, it's just slight. I said, I want to know everything that's going on with my eyes. Everything. Oh, oh yeah. It's just When you see your doctor, tell them, I want to know everything that's going on. Because I thought I was crazy. I'm looking, even when I was home, I would look at the channels. And then I would like talk to my mom or something like that. And I look over, I'm like, dang, man, like maybe I've been looking at the TV too long. Like maybe the computer, maybe I was on a computer too long. And I'm like blanking my eyes, trying to readjust it and I had to walk up to the TV. I didn't know I had astigmatism. <laughs> that would have helped because then I'm worrying. I'm like, oh man, are my eyes getting, like, what's going on? They're getting worse. What's that? We need to know what's going on with our bodies because when we don't, and something's going on, we start to what? Panic a little bit. Well, what do we do? We go on WebMD. What do we do? We ask people, you know, like, oh, I got this, this, and this. Anyone got that? What's going on? I don't know. We get in our head and we get a little bit crazy and <laughs> we start doing things we don't necessarily have to do. So once again, be your own advocate. Okay. Take preventive measures. Okay, drink plenty of water, eat greens, do all that. Understand what's going on. Get the blood work, get the urine sample, do all that. Get your kidneys tested out, get your heart tested, everything. Start knowing your family history because that's all part of your makeup. That's that's all, and, and you are the magic, all right? This is all about you being so aware about you that when you go out into the world, you can take even more of a stance on something. It adds to your confidence, right? Imagine a year from now, I didn't follow through with anything. And then I started, you know, getting yellow eyes and all those other things. And then what if my weight did drop dramatically? I'd be like, oh my God, what's going on? You know, you start to be, and then sometimes you get too scared to go to the doctors. You ever run across that person? I don't want to go to the doctor. They're just going to put me on something. It's like, can you please go? Right. Sometimes you get too afraid to even go. All right. So keep, I'm telling you this because it's important. And when we know more about ourselves, that's bringing in more of our own power, our personal power. Okay. All right. So crisis averted. I am well. I am looking forward to really getting in control of my weight, um, which thankfully being five foot six <laughs> helps a little bit. Uh, so I don't, I don't feel like terribly heavy or anything like that, but I can withstand to lose some weight. So I'm looking for everything to fall in line. And this, this solved the problem of why I, would get frustrated at the gym like dang like at the height of me going to the gym before the pandemic and things like that I was I was going to the gym several times a week guys like I was taking boxing classes lift weights I'm I'm no joke in the gym okay I spent three hours in the gym work out shower whirlpool steam room all that weights all, like all that okay 
but it was so frustrating because I would see some definition come in, but the, it was the weight that just really wouldn't move. Now I know why. See, see how better that is now? It's like, I know what I'm working with. Okay. So that, that's my public service announcement <laughs> for the empowerment portion of this podcast. All right. Spiritual trailblazer. I'm sending you so many blessings. I am rooting for you as always. Remember to be kind to yourself and I'll talk to you next time. As always, spiritual trailblazer, thank you for tuning in. Do make sure to stop by and visit me at tiamariejohnson.com. Also, don't forget to subscribe. Last but not least, be kind to yourself. I'm rooting for you and I'm sending you so many blessings. Until next time.